This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast. I'm very excited because this week I have a special guest joining me. So with me today, I have Sally Raymer. Um, so Sally is the Director of SEO and Content at a boutique agency, Pico Digital, and a part-time freelancer. Uh, so Sally began her career in SEO back in 2014 and has since had the privilege of working in a number of sectors, including e-commerce to agency side. Um, she is a proud member of the Women in Tech SEO community, Whoop Whoop, um, and she is a great believer in sharing experiences to enrich the lifetime learning experience that a career in SEO offers. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Sally. Thank you, Sarah. How are we doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I am not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. I always enjoy a day when I get to do some recording for a podcast, so... Thank you for having me on. Thank you for joining me. So this week we are going to be talking about how we can make the most out of feedback that we receive at work from bosses, colleagues, and clients. Um, so, so, so yes, I think a good place to kind of start is, um, I did some digging around and researching and found a definition. Uh, so feedback that is constructive is vital to employees' ongoing development. Feedback clarifies expectations, helps people learn from their mistakes and builds confidence. So do you think that's a good way of defining feedback? I think it definitely is one way you can define feedback. Um, and I think that is really what feedback should be. It should be constructive. It should be uh, pointers on how to improve oneself and help them build confidence in terms of finding objectives of where they can improve on their self-development and learn. Yes, 100% agree. So within the SEO industry, there's lots of different places that we can receive feedback from. So obviously, bosses, colleagues and clients. So I think where a good place to start is sort of discussing like the different types and why they, they're each important. Um, so so yeah, um, let's let's start with bosses then. 
um yeah that's always that's always fun isn't it <laughs> yeah so I think with a boss I mean it's going to be quite um some of the most important feedback and a, a basis to your relationship with your boss um in terms of the feedback you receive and that can come in all shapes and forms so it can be quite formal as in a, an appraisal or a review or it can be quite informal there's all different ways in which your boss can actually feedback with you. They could show appreciation for the work you've done and pulled up something you've done really well um, and let you know that you've done that really well. They could uh, celebrate a milestone that you've reached in your development. They could provide guidance on how to do something better or where the next step is for you in your development. Or they can coach you in learning a new skill. Okay, so quite important then is uh, the aid feedback from bosses. Yeah, it definitely is. I think as um as a boss and as a manager, you should be helping shape an employee um and being very careful with the type of feedback that you're giving. Um, I think it should always be encouraging, and I think it's. If you're um, receiving feedback that's continuously negative, that can be a bit of a problem. Yeah, so I'm guessing there's responsibility on sort of both sides then, because uh, as a boss or if you are if you are in a position in your workplace, you need to know how to give good feedback, I suppose, because, yeah, I think we said it earlier, doesn't it? Like it needs to be constructive and yeah. it needs to help that person grow and develop. Um, so, so yeah, obviously there's, there is responsibility on the boss there, isn't there? I think, yeah. And I think it's really good for the boss to recognize that responsibility. Um, and it might be a development goal for them themselves in yeah. improving their feedback style. There's going to be areas that your employees need to improve on or your team needs to improve on. And as a manager or a boss, it's your role to help them do that and to point out where they can improve yeah but it's also your role to support them and help them grow yes your team yeah um so I think it's really important not to structure where the improvements can be made in a negative way and to also show your appreciation for your employees and your team um do pick them out on what they're doing really well do try and coach them um, rather than sending them an email that said, well, you've done this wrong. <laughs> try and talk to them in person. Um, keep your communication consistent as well. I think that's a really important point um, because your feedback is going to be everyday feedback. And I think a lot of, a lot of the time what managers really struggle with is finding time to sit down and motivate their employee um it can be that you're so busy especially in seos that you're so busy in the in-house demands or the client side that you really struggle to find that cut out that time to sit down with your employee and do your weekly catch-ups but i think it's really important to keep that consistent so that your employee isn't feeling like you're only talking to them when there's something wrong Wonderful. I completely agree with that. And I suppose it's not just feedback from bo bosses, is it, that um, we, we get. There's also, there might be times where you receive or give feedback as a colleague, isn't there? 
Yeah, yeah. So there will be feedback from your peers. Um, and there's also feedback, uh, upward feedback. So you might have feedback as a manager from the people you manage. Um, so I think, yeah, as, as a colleague um, giving you feedback, it I think sometimes that can catch people off guard. <laughs> Yeah, they're not quite expecting it. It's not a um, they're not quite expecting it from their peers, but it can be equally as useful to take that feedback, um, and use it in helping you develop your relationship skills or your communication skills, or they might even know something that you don't know that can help you and improve your skill set. Exactly. And I suppose it's that culture, isn't it, that everyone is there to help each other. And as long as it's feedback, um, so feedback, yeah, we're going to hammer home the point. It needs to be po- uh, positive and constructive. Constructive. So from a colleague point of view, if you've done it in a right way, then that's another great way of op- uh, like growing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, yes, if you're a colleague and you're given feedback, I think, um, especially if we look at the SEO community as a whole and the different platforms we have somewhere like um, women in tech SEO is a brilliant place to be able to grow and share feedback with each other without being very negative and cutting people down but you might see on other platforms that is quite a competitive um, environment where people are shooting people and going no that's wrong you shouldn't do it like that when actually you should be feeding back and helping them grow and pointing them to resources that can help them learn a bit more and explain to them why they might have misunderstood that point or how something works. 100%. So if we um, switch to talking about agency side then, because there's feedback that um, we can be receiving from our clients as well, isn't there? Um, So, yeah. And I mean, sometimes um it's going to be feedback that wants you to like I don't know scream a little but sometimes it's good feedback isn't it so uh that's another type that we need to sort of be aware of and again important definitely um so yeah I think when you're feeding having feedback from your client it can come in a, a multitude of forms it could be a review from a client um it could be feedback on one of your meetings it could be feedback on a piece of work you've done and that's that's quite um general because as you're doing your work you're going to receive a feedback from clients um and it's certainly the way we try and work um with our clients is encourage that feedback actually yeah. Um, you can also get feedback from clients when that relationship has come to an end and it's a really good opportunity to actually chase that feedback and get it back because you want to understand why it's coming to an end maybe they're going in-house maybe they felt that they weren't getting what they wanted from that relationship and if they do feel that you really need to understand from their perspective what they felt they were missing out on and what you can improve oh a hundred percent a hundred percent like and there's times as well like during a project you might receive um some feedback from a client as well so I suppose um and this is like my next talking point that I want to lead into um is when we are receiving feedback whether it's from clients our bosses other colleagues I suppose sometimes we take it personally don't we or we get on the defense and I don't yeah like sometimes feedback isn't constructive and it isn't great however 
the times where we're getting this good feedback, we need to know how we can take it in a positive way. So then we can, because all feedback is an opportunity to grow, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think when when you're thinking about how not to take that feedback personally, I think um, a time that springs to my mind is many years ago, I um, was sitting in a review and I was told that lots of positive things um, and then told, well, you can be a bit gung-ho. Sorry, what does that mean? <laughs> exactly. I immediately got defensive and I was like, what do you mean? What does that mean? Why would you say that? <laughs> um, I think looking back on it, it was actually coming from a place to help me. I think at the time I was quite young. Um, I had benefited from some amazing managers, but I'd also not benefited from some amazing managers in positions. And I think I'd learned to be quite defensive instead of open to what the what feedback could actually present me with. Um, and that feedback was actually invaluable to my career as an SEO, because what they were telling me was I can rush into things. Uh, okay. So I can be really, um, I'm really passionate, but I can be really excitable and want to get on with things really quickly. Um, I think if I didn't realize that and I didn't go away and think about that feedback and what it actually meant um, and where it was coming from, I wouldn't be the SEO I am today because you need to analyze things. You need to take a step back. You need to look at every different source of information you have before making decisions. Um, so it was invaluable feedback, but my immediate reaction mm. was I'm going to get really defensive and say, no, I'm perfect. <laughs> there ever be a flaw with me. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes it's hard, but um, I suppose it's about taking a step back and having a breather. So if there's any feedback or anything that's said to you that does catch you off guard or um, you instantly get your guards up, Mm. I suppose about taking the time to sort of one think why why are you getting defensive two what what does this feedback mean to me and maybe yeah taking that time to like process it I suppose because then once you've processed it then you can like look on it from a different angle and not from a place of defense yeah yeah, definitely. And I think it's really important when receiving that feedback, which I didn't do at the time, but I've learned to do is practice active listening and yeah. listen to what that person's saying to you. I think when you get defensive and you say the first thing that pops into your head, you don't give them an opportunity to actually tell you what they're feeding back on. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I think you also make the situation a conflicting one because they're trying to tell you you know this is what you could improve on um and you're immediately saying well no I'm not going to improve by getting defensive so if you're sitting back and you're going to practice active listening and let them finish what they're saying um let them get their points across and also remember that it is only their perception but think about why they have that possession perception. Yeah. Who are they? Um, are they a manager who is actually wanting their employees to develop? Are they a client who wants 
better service or not even better service but feels like something could be done better are they a peer who wants a better working relationship or wants to um, increase collaboration between different departments so I think it's really important to actually think about where is that coming from why have they got that perception and how can it apply to improving my own growth and development? You've hit a really key point there. It is um, context around that feedback, isn't it? Because yeah. um, sometimes, um, yeah, you got to ask, where is this feedback coming from? And I don't think it's always wise to take on board all the feedback that you're getting because, yeah, like it depends where it's coming from and what that feedback is. However, if it is feedback that you can use to help, I don't know, progress yourself, then it's all around context, isn't it? Context is important with feedback. Yes, definitely, definitely. I think um, 90% of the time, feedback is coming to you because somebody is actually being open with you and trying to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'd, I'd say that 90% of the time. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think at that point, it is really important that you listen and you take that feedback away and you think about it and process it um, and what you can learn from it. And think about how that might be a development goal for you, or it might be something that you actually add to one of your processes or something that you um, a culture change that you might have to adopt within your mm. your team. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think when you don't <laughs> um, take that feedback and when I when you actually think, well, actually, uh, is this useful? I think is there's a couple of situations. I think when you're receiving feedback from somebody in a relationship, whether it's your manager or a colleague or a client, and it's continuously negative feedback, that actually speaks about their skill set and not yours. Um, I think that if you weren't doing something right, you wouldn't be there for a start. Um, I think that... Um, all feedback should be mixed. It should have what you can improve on and what, you know, and what the positives are, what you're doing really well. You're doing something really well, but you could do this as well and it would make it fantastic. Um, but I think if you've got a relationship with someone where it's continuously always nitpicking at what's wrong, then maybe it's time to step back and say, well, where is that coming from? Why are they saying that? Is the problem actually me? Or do they, you know, is it that they need to improve their communication and there is stuff that I can improve on? Or is it that maybe they're not a very happy person and that's the way they're communicating to everyone because they you know that's the way they're feeling at the moment and just to add to that point as well or maybe there's um like stubbornness as well maybe because when you're saying about nitpicking um maybe it's to do with the fact that um like things have always run a certain way you've come in and you're changing things up and you're changing things for the good but maybe 
they're not ready for that and yeah so it's yeah. all it's all important isn't it um so sorry to interrupt there but just wanted no, to add, no, no, add that point that's a great point and yeah I think oftentimes when you're actually going when you're even taking it taking a new contract with a client or you're going into a new role you will have lots of ideas about how you can do things differently and there will often or sometimes be people who are like well it's always worked this way I don't know why we have to change it <laughs> yeah and then it does become this culture of I don't like this I'm not happy with this situation so I'm just going to keep on picking negatives yeah definitely definitely and then that's that doesn't speak to you as a person or you as a professional or you as a human being does it that's just that might speak to the the company or client not ready yet to change so um and that's a, another whole different kettle of fish of how, <laughs> how you <laughs> deal with that situation isn't it um but but yeah okay cool so I think um we're covering some like really key points here. Um, so what I would like to get into now is um, how how do we make the most out of it? What actionable tips and advice? So after you have received some feedback, so whether that's in a, um, ugh, I don't know, like a six month review or a yearly review or a um, project review with a client, what sort of actionable tips can you give our listeners to go away and make make the make the feedback count? I think when you're receiving feedback, look at the whole picture. Um, so this can be um, from the way you communicate with people to the way you deliver services or even the way you deliver services in-house. You might be training your team internally and receive feedback on um, how they didn't find something useful. So you would change the way you deliver that to make it more useful to different types of people. Um, but I think if you look at the whole picture of the at the start from A to, to Z, um, from the way you approach things um, in the morning to the way you deliver meetings to the way you um, deliver services. I think once you've um, got feedback from one person, it can be really invaluable to several areas. So if you're looking at your job or your role as a pipeline of different uh, activities throughout the process, where can that feedback apply to? It can be really useful maybe to even kind of set up a spreadsheet of the different areas you deliver on um, and kind of keep that as a continuous process. So as you're receiving different types of feedback, you can just analyze where can that actually apply to. Um, so if someone said um, they didn't understand the point you made, um, so you might be you might be delivering a meeting with a client and um, somebody isn't very native with digital marketing and they didn't understand some of the the acronyms that you were using. Um, and I think that can be especially important to the, to the um, more senior stakeholders. Would you just change that delivery for that one meeting or would you look across your whole process and say, okay, this is something I can change across the board? I think... I've I've had feedback about um about reporting before and the way how useful that is and I've actually taken it to look at 
my reporting as a whole, what I would want <laughs> yes. as the end user and how I can improve that and using different bar- benchmarks from um, different areas to measure like, well, they are doing this really well, I can adopt that. And then also discussing that as I'm developing it, it's not just, okay, here it is. It's actually sitting in a two-month pipeline. But I'm also um, looking at, well, and speaking to my clients about some of the metrics that we've previously been reporting on and why is that important. Um, And taking it as a chance to review the the process as a whole rather than just saying, okay, well, this <laughs> this is something that one person uh, picked up on and I'm going to change that little bit. Mm. I've actually thought about the bigger picture. Some per- One person didn't find this useful and there's probably nine other people who didn't find this useful but didn't tell me. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've looked at the bigger picture and I've said, okay, what you know, we've got different metrics for some of our clients. Why have we got those different metrics? Is it useful? Yeah them can we also change some of our metrics to be more useful to them and match with their internal kpis yeah yeah and use that method across the board um rather than just saying okay one person didn't like this i'm going to change this little thing and tweak it i think it's a chance to review the bigger picture so if someone says to you you're very gung-ho i didn't just apply that to my job there my role there yeah. I applied that to the process of everything that I do. So yes. I now take a step back and I think and I analyze everything before making a decision in everything that I do. Yeah. So, yeah, there's obviously with feedback, there's lots of lots of opportunities of growth, isn't there? And there's lots of changes, um, opportunities to better uh, yourself, um, like the processes that you do, how you tackle work. Um, so, so yeah, it is invaluable, isn't it? At the end of the day, um, definitely, definitely. Um, well, I'm afraid to say we are we have run out of time, um, but I feel that this was a very valuable um, episode for our listeners. So thank you very much. Um, is there anything that we haven't covered or do you feel like we've covered like most areas here that we need to discuss? Um, I feel like we've covered most areas that we need to discuss. Um, I did just want to, um, add one last bit and it's another type of feedback that you can get when you're not successful with client proposal or a job interview. Um, Ah, okay. And I think that can be a lot of the time it's not very useful feedback and you really shouldn't take it to heart because there's quite a blanket response to why you weren't successful. Yes, that is a very good point because I imagine quite a few of our listeners definitely agency side it's part and parcel you win some you lose some at the end of the day isn't it so definitely yeah yeah yes that's a great great one to to add in there um well if people want to carry on this conversation or discuss anything like about this subject that we've been chatting about today or like find out what you're up to what you're doing where where can they find you um, so they can find me on Twitter at Sarah Rain 
or they can find me on LinkedIn. Just pop in my name and I accept most requests. There we go. And you are too part of the wonderful Women in Tech community. If you are a woman in tech SEO, get yourself involved in the community. It's a great one. Um, so, so yes, I would just like to say thank you to Sally for um, giving up her, some of her day to spend with me on the podcast. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Um, we have new episodes going out every Thursday. We do have season breaks here and there. Um, if you do enjoy our podcast, please do subscribe. You can subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if you're feeling extra generous, you can even give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, if you want to reach out to us and maybe you want to suggest a topic you would like, like Sally has today, you'd like to join for a podcast. Um, I'm on Twitter. My handle is Sarah MCD UK. And the podcast is also on Twitter, SEO Mindset Pod. Uh, so I believe that's everything, Sally. Shall we say goodbye? Bye and thank you for the opportunity, Sarah. My pleasure. Thank you for joining me. And until next time, everyone.